All right. I totally saw Lane vent. Let's not deny this. Venting about what? I don't vent about anything. You've been venting about how much you didn't like Comrade or Buster's sword horn. That means you're the imposter. Uh, uh, imposter for not liking a rider? I don't know. You're looking pretty sus. Uh, <laughs> well, I saw Emily queuing the roll call. <laughs> I don't cue the roll call. That's not true. <laughs> she said it! Oh, crap! We are live! Connect. Loading. Tempered Zeal! Bluecaster Super Ichi! Loud and Impulsive! Greycaster! Late. A spark of courage, the power of dreams. Orange caster, global soft perka. Respecting the source material, green caster, Broadcasting hundreds of opinions across the world. Radio Sentai Cast Ranger. Oh, Welcome to Radio Sentai Cast Ranger, episode 312. Blazy Coon Pokemon Desune. What is the Pokemon of the week? It's I, Pokemon Ranger! It's, yeah, Pokemon Ranger! <laughs> no, it's, it's episode My Noon. Yeah. The, yeah other, last... the other half of the helping hand. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, so for those who might not have heard of us, or are tuning in for the first time... We are a... Hmm. Spaceship crew? Yeah, there you go. We're a spaceship crew. People who get together. Band of crewmates. Yeah. Uh, we get together every week to talk about Kamen Rider, Super Sentai, and a third thing. See, my favorite part about Among Us is actually doing the tasks. I like doing them. And so I hate when I'm like in the middle of doing my tasks and then I get killed first. It's, yeah. it's actually like really... Uh. Yeah. As you, as you can tell, we have caught the Among Us fever. We played a... Keeping good round over on the Ixy Studios channel on Monday. I'm so sad that the gray crewmate does not actually fucking exist because he's only like the blank template for when you're like showing off like what skins and like what pets you can put with them. But I actually want the gray crewmate to be a thing. Well, they're gonna work on improving the game now, so. so well, yeah. So I hope they make I hope they make a gray color option because that'd be awesome. Because I've been using I still the white haven't color. played it, but it reminds me of the thing. What thing? That's what everyone... The, the thing. No, no, John Carpenter's the thing, not, not just oh, story. I, I should have said it like that. I was making a, a Bowie joke, but all right. No, oh, the, best, sorry. The, best, the best Pikachu Pokemon is a Molga. That's at least for me. Uh, I forget which one I like. I think you like Pachirisu, didn't you? No, God, no. Um, Togedemaru. Yeah, Togedemaru, there you go. The Hedgehog. Ah! No, get that out. Um, okay, so this week on what Cast is- Ranger, we are talking about Kamen Rider Saber, Episode 3. What was the thing with Temi? <laughs> uh, Machine Sentai Cure Major, Episode 24, and for our feature topic is Episode 1 of the Project Thouser specials. With a... with a... with a... Oh yeah, and the Snapchat anime filter's been making the rounds too. When the five projects cross. <laughs> when the five specials cross. It sh- I wonder if it's going to be five episodes. I think it's just mm-hmm. three. 
That wouldn't because I think I think it's gonna be three because part one was like the first like third of the show. Yeah. And it's kind of hilarious how their attempt at making an actual video game of the thing turned out so poorly, and yet there are multiple games I could say are basically the thing as games, but have no affiliation with the actual. <laughs> All right, Blazing Kill, we get it. you like the fucking anime filter. Well, it's not just Blazing. No, it, it looks. It works. It works. Alright, let's get into Saber. Is Mr. Crunchy person here? No. No. Crunch doesn't get on here. I'm already getting more and more suspicious of Tassel because he spends the opening bit warping back and forth through the screen. I agree. Seems pretty sus. I agree. Impact. I think he's venting. I agree. In fact, Dead Space is an amazing. Scene. I also think it's very weird that Tassel is telling the story in the past tense. I mean, I'm getting less and less screaming every time I see him, so <laughs> that's good. No, like uh, like Ichi can vouch for me. Like I we watched we it's watched true. episode he three. Screams a little and less. I just went ah. No, no, no. <laughs> Hi, Tassel. Soon we're just gonna die it down to him. Ah. Okay, I so scream. I, I know. I keep changing this. I'm sorry. I started it with this being the Zeus face of the week, and then I decided to do it as the Rintaro face of the week. But then I've just realized after watching episode three, these characters are very fucking expressive. I told you it just needs to be a face of the week. The so of the week I am now yeah. officially going to make it the Common Rider Saber face of the week. So I feel like. This week it goes to our main man, our main man Toma. Oh, of course. Look, like since since episode one, this man has been so goddamn expressive. Oh yeah, that's amazing. So that's that an amazing picture. I'm, I'm, I'm hoping for episode four, I get one of May, because like that'd be great. I mean, oh. cue, cue the May collage we've already seen before. Oh, but... God, I've only got one thing to say to that. <laughs> really good. Yes. Oh, May. No. Oh, really good. Yeah, really good. Um. Let me summarize my thoughts on the show so far in one quick thing. Okay. Episode one got me hooked on the world. Episode two got me hooked on the fighting. Episode three has me hooked on the plot. Mm -hmm. Because this is where we really start seeing hints of where we're going with stuff. The show's just killing it. So like it's three really really in, the show's cool. killing it. Yes, absolutely. Like I'm I'm gonna say like after three episodes in now like. I'm I, I'm pretty I'm pretty drawn in. I'm just like this. This is great. The characters are drawn in or written in. Ooh. <laughs> uh, but no, like the characters are really great. They're the full personality. Like like that's what that's why I can describe. Also, they finally said Wonderworld by name in this episode. Wonderworld. It's yeah, like after... it's very visually exciting, but the, it's fun. Like the characters are fun. Their personalities are fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, like you that, want to know more about them and meet them. It's wonderful. That that's what I'd probably say about both like Sentai and Rider this year. They're both full of personality, and like it's, and really, it's really, really good. Like Blaze is saying there should be a guitar sword. Um, we do. Star Ninja had one. Um, there is there are rumors going around that one of them is going to be sound element. So I feel like that's the one that'll have it. I'm still waiting for my Gun Rider. You better show up. Get that Bell and Wonderworld crap out of here. It's just Square Enix's attempt at a hat in time. Yeah. That's what it reminded me of. I want to play it anyway. Yeah. I'd say that as a Square Enix fan. All right. Um, so, yes, the episode starts. <laughs> well, with... everyone hears Wonderworld. Yeah. 
No, I got it. I got it. It yeah. Also, it's nights. Um. So yes, the episode starts with uh, Fukamiya Kento riding the magic carpet that was absolutely summoned from his Aladdin book, the he's, same way Blades does with his lion. He's like, Yo, Toma, Sasha really dinner. So he doesn't remember him until he reminds him that oh we used to be best friends and role play characters out of this book that's and, conveniently and, right here and the yeah called Night on the Galactic Railroad that sounds fucking awesome is, is it, that based on anything my or? guess Probably. is my guess is Polar Express or Murder on the but Orient. Italian I don't know mm. I don't know much about it yo Murder on the Orient Express in space that, that was just the dope. first movie I thought of that as a flying train. Mm-hmm. I think anything in space would just be dope. Yeah, fucking also made just goes haughty alert. <laughs> well, what she says is ikemen, which is like the term for a handsome man. Okay. Pretty boy. Yeah. I think that's better though. No, that's that's a pretty spot on translation. The intention is clear. But yeah, what's interesting is when Toma's reuniting with his like, with uh, Kendo. Kento. Kento. I'm sorry. Because <laughs> I thought, I thought at first I thought it was Kendo, and so I was like, <laughs> Kendo, swords. That would have been funny, actually. Yeah. Um, maybe it could still be. Yeah, but he's saying, but he says to Toma, like, oh man, yeah, the two of us used to play all the time, and then like later. No, on, no, no. Toma says. No, that's what I said. Toma. Play. I said Toma. Yeah, okay, yeah. I said sorry, Toma. Sorry. So he said like the two of us used to play, and then like later, Ken, uh, Kento's just like, uh, he said the two of us. Guess he doesn't remember her. This is exactly what I'm talking about. This is the kind of plot shit I've been waiting to hear about. And in the opening, they show the three of them as kids playing. Yes, so we can clearly establish that the girl that Toma lost his grip on in the flashback in the first episode was someone that used to play together with Kento and Toma when they were kids. And then that event happened and she was book napped. And then conveniently wiped from Toma's memory, except when I he still wonder her. if she's Caliber. That right? I'm kind of hoping that turns out so, to be a thing. Are those mobile book trucks just like are those book nappers? I don't know. <laughs> it's like the windowless book van that yeah. to steal books. It's book napping. Um, and then later, there's a little conversation between Kento and uh, Sophia. <laughs> Can someone shop me, please? Just like find like a book truck, like one of those like mobile book trucks, and book just in the driver's window, just put tassel space in the window. <laughs> yeah, like, he kidnaps really... people on his bookmobile. Yeah. yeah, that'd be really funny to see. The Decker, get on that shit. I know you can do it. <laughs> yeah, but um, so Sophia talks to Kento, and. He says that Toma's better off not remembering exactly what happened in this battle 15 years ago. Ooh. He, it sounds like he thinks he's at fault for what happened because Caliber is apparently related to him. Brother? No. Father? How they just said his, they don't say brother. Yeah, they don't say how related. So that's why I'm wondering if it if it is yeah. you know the girl. I'd love, it's a, I'd love twin. No, you know what I think? You know what I think? Twin sister! Sister. Oh my gosh. That's exactly it. I think the girl is Kento's sister. She was snatched up by the Megiddo, and and I'm not absolutely banking on this, but I think it would be a neat twist if the girl was possessed by Caliber, who needed a host body. Oh, that would be be neat. God, we were just taking Kai's horn and just flying into this? God damn it. (sighs) Yeah. Um... So yes, he shows up, he and Toma reunite, and then Rintaro steps in and goes, Oh, hey, look, another Sword of Logos member. <laughs> and like, they're like, Toma's just like, how many people are going to keep busting at my door? <laughs> Several. 
Well, he did come out of the portal door. He did come out of the portal door. So then I would just love he, if Toma like put a lock on it. So then he notices portal the, door he, is just a yeah, door door. He notices the eclairs and like you like you start eating one and he's super Taro, Taro's just like no come come on which he gets the box he just looking inside the box I'm like fucking grab one. I think that was the last one that got eaten. That's why oh. he's like looking into the he empty just, box. He just really oh. eats it like he really like bites like half of it. Yeah. I mean, eclairs are actually pretty fucking good. They I are. I just you'd want to savor it, right? Like filled. just yes, have small agreed. bites Thank and not just you. eat yeah. the whole thing. Like, or do you want to savor it? If I want custard, I'll just get a Boston cream donut. Thank you very much. <laughs> savor it. Yeah. <laughs> oh God. Oh, savor the moment. Yeah. No. Let's save the episode. <laughs> <laughs> no. If nothing better comes up, sure. Um, so then the, they they find out that, uh, oh, there's... Uh, well, there's yeah, so before that, uh, the opening plays, and if you notice, there are little added scenes with Kento in them now. Yeah. Like, he, he's like walking with them on that, part, on that yeah. little book thing. I, I gotta say, I've been listening to the opening and ending themes, like, fucking for the past, like, week and a half, and I just... I love those songs. I will, I will say, though I do still prefer the ending... The the chorus of the opening of Almighty is yeah. really getting to me. I can't wait for just, the full just, version. Just that like like galloping backtrack to yeah. it. I can't wait for the fucking full versions. Oh yeah, it's gonna be great. Mm-hmm. I'll probably buy them. Honestly, I'll probably buy them off of iTunes just to support. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so they find out like a golem's attacking, and it's the same one. It's, it, that it's Gunsekyo Golem from episode one, and that's where Rintaro establishes that an altar book that is completed can be used over and over. So now we know for sure that the altar book is the name of the book that the monsters spawned from, because that wasn't very clear in episode one. And that's probably going to be their excuse for reusing monster suits. Which I'm okay with. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. I mean, the suits have been pretty awesome. Exade reused Bugsters. They had an excuse in the story. Exactly. Um, yeah, so then uh, Toma and Rintaro are like, alright, well, let's fucking do this. And then, the fuck comes out of nowhere? But our main boy, Kamen Rider Buster. And then the big I really like how he's always carrying his sword. He is cool. Like, he's a really cool character. Yes. And also king of parenting. So, yeah. So I, I want to get into him because he, he's the character that's really interesting for me. And the writer I'm interested in the most at this point time. I do not... I've already t- uh, said enough that I do not let the giant blade protruding out of his fucking head. It, just, it bothers me. It, if, they, if they got rid of that, I'd be completely down with the form. It's just the same as the other riders who just have their own sword edges sticking oh, no, out of them. But I armor. also hate the fucking horns on those. Well, I like them. I don't like them. Like, if you look at them from the side... He, he can fuck up a monster just with a nasty headbutt, and I hope we get to see that before but he inevitably dies. This guy's dope. So his name is uh, Ogami Ryo. Um, and he uses the Dogokin Gekido. Yeah. He has a little boy named Sora. He's finally we have a common rider dad who's not evil. Yeah. So I saw that there was a big argument on Twitter where people were like, "Oh, he's not the first dad." We're like, "No, guys, he's the first dad rider who's actively a common rider and is taking care of a little boy as yeah. like a child. It's not like, oh, it's a he's the he's a rider who we find out he's the father of another rider later. Like that's. That's different. They're not going to be playing ball later. Yeah, they're not. He's not going to try to kill his son or something like that because, like, oh, you fucking, you're in my way of my plans. Although that was, yeah, that was exactly what Masamune did. Yeah, but then fucking Genmu threw a moon at him and it was fucking awesome. The Genmu. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I 
Do we yeah, ever make that joke, did we? Literally uh, just a rider with a dependent. Who, yeah. <laughs> he's literally just... So, a rider with tax this, deductions. So, as his name, like... Uh, implies. Implies, he is busted as fucking shit. Like, I watched his first fight and I legit said out loud, more like common Rider busted. Yeah, the man just comes, comes out of fucking nowhere, immediately uses a Hesots and just dummies the fucking golem in one shot. It's it's great. But then he proceeds to, like, he he's like carrying his little boy and he's like, oh, he's like, oh, dad, I love you. I'm so proud of you. Oh, did you see that? Oh, man, your dad's super fucking strong. And I he's just stopped. in battle I, if you're careful. Yeah, and I stopped and I looked over at Ichi and I just said, Oh, he's gonna fucking die! Like all these char- these things that he just said. My first thought was, why is this child in a battlefield? So that's interesting. Like later on, ah! <laughs> yeah, someone shot that. So someone, Rintaro or Thomas said, like, aren't you worried about like? Rintaro did. Yeah, Rintaro was like, didn't don't you worry about like bringing your son to battle? Because don't you worry about him injured? He's like, oh, don't worry, I'll take care. Which is why I think is why he just goes immediately to the Hesot so he can, like, limit Minimize the amount of, the amount of time. Exactly. That actually makes a lot of sense. Yeah, so I'm, I'm, putting, I'm making that... But, like, uh, to go back to your thought that he's going to die, yeah. I completely agree. Yeah. Because this is me turning on my JRPG brain. Yeah. And realizing that Ogami is the overpowered mentor character who fights with you as a guest character at the start of the game and then dies so that the main character can power up. Exactly! I, like, I just have a, like... I don't, I don't want that to be the case, but... I mean, I wouldn't personally either, because he's a pretty cool guy and stuff, and he's the king of parenting and everything, but, like, just everything that we've Maybe seen of him so far. he dies and his son has to take over his role? He re- I would he fucking... reeks! I would love so much child to see a child Buster. version of Colorado yeah, Buster like, with last... the same sword! And the same outfit. Because he already has like the pants and the boots. Yeah, the child is wearing the same jeans and boots that his dad is, which is adorable. But, like, I, I'm, I, I don't want him to die, but it just... With the way, like, he, he's, he is, and, like, he, how he's, like, oh, I'm super strong, I'm a fucking badass motherfucker, oh, oh my son, never my son loves me. me, and he's proud of me, and, like, I, I just, I feel like he's gonna fucking die. <laughs> and, and, like, with Sora, like, oh, books are boring, oh, books, are, are books boring? Maybe I have to learn and grow as a person. Then this kid's when, gonna have a book phobia from now on. <laughs> he's just gonna, like... He's gonna one of two ways. If his dad dies, he's gonna take up arms and avenge him, and either hate books more and want to kill them. It'll just be like a or, or he'll learn to love books and use books' power for justice. It'll just be like a reboot thing where just like he's dying, he's like, "Oh, I'll give you my sword, son," and then he like game hops, <laughs> comes back, he's a fucking grown man, just like Enzo did. Oh God! Oh, either, that'd be... that or they do, either that or they pull a guys. I'm the new Blue Ranger. No, no, that's what I was imagining. I was imagining him like. Growing I got it. Sora goes off to another fucking book dimension. He comes back as a grown man. It's just Dante's actor from fucking. Oh, <laughs> just get Bert's actor to come back as the new Conrader Buster. Fucking sold. I've goddamn sold. You know that. what? I like that idea. Yeah. I just like he, he just no like the sword of logos insists he has to inherit Buster's power and sends him away into like this magical training dimension. Hang on, hang on. Hey, yeah, it's like the hyperbolic time chambers. Some yeah. Shit. Hang on, hang on. Because and, like, and and yes, someone mentioned earlier. Yes, the kid that's playing Sora is the same kid from Jules art class in Cure Major, the one who tore up the painting. Oh, hang on, or the drawing or whatever. 
I, this kid just like belongs to Toei. Mm-hmm. He's one of the orphans. Like, their okay, I like you look at Sora and he's got like that kind of like look on, on or whatever like that, and then you look at look at Do- yeah, huh? like I, okay, I, I, can, I can some see, can I, someone shove Dante's fucking head onto Buster's body, please? I, like I could see A growing up into B. No. Huh? Yeah, by that the way, Toei, like I I I'll take that back. I I. I'm going to take back that statement. I don't know that the orphans are in your basement. <laughs> <laughs> Probably ground floor. Um, but anyways, so, like, if if Buster dies, then, like, okay. But, like, I hope he doesn't. I hope he stays the whole show. If he that does, fucking great. cool. I, like, that's awesome. He's an awesome character. He's my favorite so far. Like, I love Rio. He's fucking great. If he doesn't die, then the enemies are going to have to get a lot stronger so they don't get dummied immediately. <laughs> yeah. There's going to have to be a reason for him to not walk in and kill everything. And this comes... This lets me segue into what I wanted to talk about about him. Uh, so the reason he wasn't there immediately is because Sophia sent him on a mission to gather information about Caliber, and that's why... Sophia and Kento have that discussion later. So maybe it could be that Buster is like a re- member from another region. Ooh. He's like the like the other Oni in Hibiki. You know what yeah. I mean? Because mm-hmm. the Sword of Logos is clearly an, an analog to Takeshi from Hibiki. <laughs> I want that so fucking badly though. I just want Sora to just go off in some dimension, come back and just talk to after and he becomes the new Buster. That'd be fucking dope. Buster Ritas. I wa- yeah, I want that so bad. Yeah. Um, but let's talk about Buster, him, the rider. So he uses fucking badass man. He uses the Genbu Shinwa ride wonder ride book, which is based on Genbu, which is the turtle from the Chinese Four Holy Beasts mythology. All week long, I've just been like, I saw pictures and like people posting videos of the sword toy and stuff like that, and I'm just like, you will not fucking tempt me. Um, but yeah, so he's basically Common Rider Drusil. Which means I would. I'm really hoping that eventually we'll see books slash forms for the other three beasts, namely uh, Seiryu, Biako, and Suzaku. <laughs> I want to see well, Max, was, Max's head on Buster's head. I was head saying now. before, like you have a blue. Well, I mean, if we're gonna go by Beyblade theory, then we have a blue <laughs> cat, and well, Drigger was green, but yeah. at the same time, I don't think the other riders are related. To that it's it's Genbu Shinwa is, is its own category. Sure, the main guy's not Dronzer. That's a dragon. That's true. <laughs> oh yeah, apparently Thunderbird Sword saying apparently Caliber and Buster were buddies a long time ago. Yeah, but what we don't know is how Caliber is related to Espada slash Kento. Yes, we'll find out. I, I, I you May- know what I like to it, say, Father. What it could be. I'm still not going to throw out the symbiote idea because maybe Caliber's previous user was Buster's friend. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Are we Your previous user was a postage stamp? Sure. Sorry? That's what I heard. Oh, you said symbiote thing. I was, I was yeah. Like, are the swords symbiotic? No, no, no. We're just throwing out the possibility that because Caliber no, the is, Cal- Cal- is an evil swordsman, the girl from Thomas Flashbacks was sucked up into the book and we've never seen her since. So we're putting out the idea that possibly Caliber is a symbiote possessing the girl's body because it needs a host. I realize that's pretty out there, but it's not exactly all the way out there. I, it's not that it's out there, there's just not enough data. Yeah, and we're only three episodes in. 
Um, sure, it's a it's a thing to hold on. At this point, nothing is too out there. You just Blaze Espada is not going to be Phoenix because Espada is lightning element. If anyone's going to be Phoenix, it'll be Saber, but he's already got the Dragon Book for the Legend slot. Yes, maybe a power up later. You know, Storm Eagle. Yeah, we know his second book for the middle slot for Sacred Animal will be Storm Eagle. Or at least we know that book exists, and it's red, and it goes in the second slot, so it's probably Sabres. Mm-hmm. Um, right. Yes, so, uh, Legeal... Yeah, by the way, so the, the three generals, I'm going... There's a lot of different spellings of their name, but I'm going with Legiel, Zuos, and Storiz, Storizu. Um, or Sutoris, I don't know. There's, it, that one's still kind of weird. So... Legiel's unfazed by Golem's defeat. We don't. We still don't know exactly what they're doing and why. We're just sort of getting pieces of it by we, as we go. But uh, Zuos decides to take his turn and he spawns uh, Hanzaki Sanshoo, which I I believe is just the Lizard King. Well, it's like, interesting how all the uh, monsters are also sort of stories. Like, oh, lizard. Yeah. I wouldn't feel confident trying to... I, I think I'm I'm going to go with that because when you see him in Wonder World spawning the white books, he says the birth of their king is is near. Hmm. So, which is just... They're teasing us with world building, which yes. is what they should be doing. Yeah. Have they mentioned the name of their leader? Is this like in Majorin, you're like, oh, we must revive no. the No. I... I'm wondering if maybe the reference to the birth of our king is just something specific to that monster, or if this king is actually like a major villain character that we're going to see later, because there was not really a lot of, like, follow-up on that statement. Got that old king bullshit in Zeo, and look how fucking awful that turned out. (laughs) But more on the lines of plot teasings that we'll get more about later... We see this one scene of Caliber just staring at a window saying that he his objective is to collect the Wonder Ride books and that the day of Avalon is near. I know that I... I, I so know. maybe Avalon is this king. Maybe Avalon is some sort of apocalyptic event they want to happen. Maybe... Because we were talking last week about how they want to recomplete the Book of Creation using the Wonder Ride books and the Altar books so that they can rewrite the world they want it. Mm-hmm. But we don't know why they want it. We don't know what Avalon is yet. There's a lot of unanswered questions, which there should be at this point. Yep. So like Avalon is either the fictional world that they're that's being connected to. Does someone no the, the the world that they're connecting to is called Wonderworld. Can anyone look up the name Avalon and tell me what it is? No. Oh, yeah, oh, there it is. Um, no, this is Arthurian legend. Though. Yeah, Decker just mentioned it. Avalon is a legendary island from the Arthurian legend. And there's so, a, so maybe what Caliber is trying to do is get the power of creation so that he can get to Avalon for some reason. Which is why I believe that their great king is going to be named Mordred. What if Caliber wants to get to Avalon to fulfill the Arthurian legend so he can upgrade from Caliber to Excalibur? No, but... (laughs) No. do it too. They'll fucking do that too. Right? But see, here's the thing about um, Arthurian legend. Excalibur was the replacement sword. He should want to be Caliburn. Maybe he'll upgrade yeah. that. Yeah. Or the what about Arendite? Throw in Arendite. <laughs> I don't know. There's it. This could go so many ways, but 
It's it's fun to theory craft at this point. But I, I'm hearing a lot of Arthurian legend like analogs here, like a lot of allusions to yeah Arthurian legends. So I believe that that's like if it's not like the the cipher key for the world building, it's at least for the for this coming uh, story arc. You know what I mean? Yeah. So anyway, back to the episode. So Buster comes in and one shots the monster, and they all go back to the bookstore. Where uh, Ogami Ryo introduces himself and his son to the other people there. And Ogami is disappointed to find out that the man chosen by the Sword of Flame is a fucking novelist. Mm -hmm. But meanwhile, Toma is inspired by the, the absolute beauty of the story of this powerful swordsman who is also a, a loving parent. And he becomes inspired to write more, which obviously May is excited for. Oh, mm -hmm. Vegas has something, apparently. Oh, what do you got, Vegas? He's like, I got it. <laughs> yeah! Look at that! Look how fucking awesome that is! Thanks, Decker. Thank you, Decker! I'm posting, looks, that, I'm posting that as the reply to my tweet. He looks like Commander Avalon Cody. had healing properties. Oh, so maybe they kidnapped the girl to heal her? Maybe the girl had a terminal disease. I don't know. We'll have to watch more to find out. Yeah. Maybe Caliber's dying. Whoop. That could be it, too. Yep. He wants immortality. He's Frieza! <laughs> Imagine he turned out to be the bad guy. No. Buster. Oh, Buster? Like, he's been, mm. like, that's not his kid. He's treating him nicely. So that would be a huge his, plot twist because so he he's stays clearly by his side because the kid has something he wants. He's toying with these kids not because he's the mentor, but because he's Sephiroth. That would be a really big twist, considering the people at the Sword of Logos clearly know and trust him. Yes, but they, the the people in Soul Society knew and trusted Aizen. Can't believe you're comparing the show to Bleach. Well, you know what? It might be exactly what I should be doing. Sure. Because they're all swords people. Yes. And they all have an organization that protects a world based on energies laying underneath our usual frame of consciousness. It's 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 uh, like it's like, Bleach with books. Like Vegas is saying, it's funny that you mentioned Aizen because his voice actor played the villain from the end of Zero One. Good to know. That has no, nothing really? to do with anything. Yeah, he was the voice of the Ark. Good. <laughs> the Ark. Alright, anyway, so Take uh, the world. So while uh Bust um Ogami, Rintaro, and Kento are inside Logos talking to Sophia Sora decides to stay behind because he thinks books are boring. And Toma's like, I'll show you how to do books. Nah, I'm good. I'll mm. teach you the ways. You're fucking weird. <laughs> you're a weird old... You're a real old, weird old man. It's kind of sus. Goes I need his, an adult. Bye. Goes to his dad later. Don't bring me anymore, right? <laughs> Don't bring me anymore, right? Really. lame. <laughs> fucking lame. Just, just Sophia. We need new attractions. Can you imagine if, like, the kid was evil? No. <laughs> of all the possibilities in my head, that was not one of them. No, I can see it. Based on what? He's just a kid who doesn't like books. That's perfectly normal. Yeah, we'll just have to see. No. So May, in her <laughs> infinite fucking stupidity... God damn it! Decides that Toma needs to focus on his writing, so she's gonna take this child that she just met 
Out for a walk! <laughs> Just Paul, what if Blank was evil? And then, the second she sees what Ice- What if Paul was evil? That's the twist! That's why he keeps accusing everyone! He's the imposter! He was the imposter all along! <laughs> <laughs> um, I knew it! Paul was the iceberg the whole time! <laughs> So, May decides to go and get them both ice cream, but for some fucking reason, tells the child to go sit on the bench nearby instead of coming with her to keep an eye on her like a proper fucking babysitter! And of course, in the meantime, he gets swallowed up by one of these white altar books that are kidnapping people and shoving them into Wonder World. So you don't just pick up a random fucking blank small book you find on the ground. <laughs> I mean, I don't think that lesson really applies to real life, but alright. Does to me. My point is, May is a terrible babysitter and should not be trusted with children. Yeah, but I still like her. She's cute. She is cute, but still. <laughs> kawaii. No, no, she is not to be trusted with children. <laughs> I love this rant about how she endangers children. It's like, no, and she's yourself, cute. but she's cute though. No, she cute. She cute. I just wouldn't leave her with children. She has. I, I don't. I think I mentioned this on the show. She has what I call Jackie Burkhart syndrome. She's cute until she starts fucking talking and annoying me. Not that I. Not that I'm like that kind of guy. I respect women. I just think May is annoying. Yeah, so they find so Rio finds out that uh actually yeah, Ogami's a better name for him. So Ogami finds out that like Sora's missing, and so like he's like, I am surprised he was not pissed at her. I feel like he it's cause he was probably really confident he could get him back. And so like he's about to go and Toma's like, Oh, I'll come help you, and just he turns to him, Go fuck yourself, novelist. Yeah, I don't what need I would like, help. What I would have liked to have seen was this. I would have liked to have seen like her go to be like, I really apologetic is like, oh, he's in the he's in the Wonder World. Okay, I'll go take care of that. See you guys later. Yeah, wait, I'll, you guys. I'll... Wait, you're 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 not concerned. We've run drills. It's fine. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. I'll solo this dungeon. I've done it before. Basically, this has happened a few times. Sometimes, like you know, we do this just to draw things oh, out. But what? we've run drills. It's okay. I'll take care of this. Blazes do this. Blaze is currently positing that the kid's name is Sora because the name is very similar to the word sword. No, no. <laughs> Maybe if his name was Dagger. <laughs> He's just got a really Stop tiny it. sword. I, love really picture, big sword. No. Yeah. I think it'd be funny if like he was training the kid in swordsmanship, so if the when the kid if the monster gets near the kid he just pulls out a fucking knife. See, I just wanted to do like a lone wolf and cub thing where like no, the kid no. He pulls out the toy version of the sword. Oh yeah, it's like a little. <laughs> <laughs> I would love if he just had like, like it's like oh god, oh, he's just like, hey, he got you, he said they got you this little version of my story. Replica of the literally the toy. <laughs> I would love that. And then he just uses that to ancient into Buster later. No, Buster, Buster is Busterini. the Buster is the writer Chad. We must protect <laughs> Busty. <laughs> Buster, 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 Buster. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> he ain't afraid of no sleep. But yeah, so they they go into the Wonder World. I don't know what you, what we refer to these these little spaces as yet. But uh, so it's like, all right, we need to team up and look for your son. And he just tells Toma to fuck off again and wanders off, which is absolutely hilarious because the second he wanders off, the snake monster finds Toma and Rintaro. Yep. Guess you should have stayed with the group, beep, 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 Mr. Beep. Parenting. 
<laughs> um, yeah, so we got a very nice double hinge in again. I'm glad those are still consistent. I will say that, like, when the camera sort of angled down, there was a little bit of weirdness with the, the green screening, if you pay real close attention. Yeah, I noticed on their feet with, like, the rocks yeah, that they're standing on. wasn't quite in sync with those uh, keyframes. Oh, apparently the monster is a salamander? I thought it was a king cobra. It looked more like a cobra. Because, like, you know, purple, snake, oja. I don't know. You would it, think it, it would like be a cobra. not... Like, a, a salamander you'd think would be more fire-related. I don't know. Yeah, I think it was. I think it was supposed to be King Cobra. Anyway, so they they start fighting the monster, and their swords keep slipping off of it, which is hilarious. Yeah. And then Saber's <laughs> like, "I'm gonna use Peter Pan." Yeah. So we we see uh, Saber go uh, Dragon Peter Pan, which is basically oh, all right. It's a salamander. All right. So uh, he, it's basically the equivalent of like. Uh, builds trial forms or O's using mismatched metals. It technically is stronger, but not enough to be called an actual power-up form. So it's Jimber. No, no, no. Jimber was an actual upgrade. It was just using stronger lock seeds as a secondary. It's like the equivalent of, like, Gaim using someone else's lock seed. Mm. Um, yeah. So he uses Peter Fan, and, uh, I will say that the actual Peter Fan armor is really, really cool because... It's really awesome. We, the wing have, on uh, the shoulder. And... There, there's a fairy wing on that side of the helmet. There's another fairy wing on the shoulder. The other the half Captain of the shoulder. The Captain Hook, yeah. Yeah, there's a shoulder on... Or there's Peter Pan's face on the shoulder. And then further down the arm is Captain Hook's face. And then attached to that is the hook shot. Mm-hmm. And man, I fucking love it. I just love hearing him fire it. But of course, because it's a new power, he's absolutely terrible at it. Yeah, I like the, I like the cute little Tinkerbell attack he has because like it shows that like uh, lifting him and the monster because like Tinkerbell is known to have really like huge strength. Yes, it's so, true. Yeah, yeah. To quote to quote Ron Williams and Hook, are you related to Mighty Mouse? <laughs> um, but yeah, so he's not great at it and gets dummied, and then Blades goes, "Give me that shit. Let me show you how it's fucking done." And then he made his already cool-looking armor look even fucking cooler. And now we have Blades Volume 2, Lion Fantasista. Pretty. Which is he looks really the good. next form should do. This is one of my biggest problems with, like, the Neo Heisei era. It's, it's just taking the aspects of one form and another form, and, and then they kissed. <laughs> with this, it's actually... Following the aesthetic of the form and just making it cooler. Yes. Whatever happened to that? Right. <laughs> I don't know why they kept running with the goddamn double theory. Uh, Sparta, the form's called Lion Fantasista. As you can hear from the unique jingle it plays. And what was really surprising to me is during the henshin sequence, because it's a matching set of books, the, like, pillars that the books are on in the background, like, spin around and then, like, cling together. That was fucking rad. Yes, yeah, this, this is my this is my thoughts on the new Blades form. Right? It's so good. The yeah. best part about Blades using that form is the fairy wing on the helmet completes the arc of the blade on the front of the helmet. Yeah. It was so good. Very good. So of course, he immediately sets to work kicking the monster's ass, not the least of which being his fancy fucking Phantom Ganon style jumping and leaping through portals attack. 
it was if you really paid attention you can see that in some of the attacks it's just him in some of them it's the lion and in some of them it's him on the lion well like i like it decker because i like it's kind of like a like a like a bluish silver it's like very it's azure yes very nice which goes... i just think the whole form looks awesome yes and I, I i can't wait to see volume three when he uses tenku pegasus he have fucking wings yes i'm hoping for like a long winged mantle That'd be cool. Yeah, but unfortunately it's short-lived because he's not the feature of the episode. No, it's all about that buster, baby. But uh, Saber decides he won't be outdone and uh, uses Jakun again, which he uses to sprout a beanstalk from the ground and fling the monster up, which is effective. He and, seems to be good at using Jakun. And I hate the flaccid little vine that comes out of his wrist on his left. It, it was so funny because in episode <laughs> Don't two, call it that. when he first used it for the first time, he looked at it and like poked at it like, <laughs> it's flaccid. I don't like it. No. It ruins it's Well, rest easy because I'm pretty sure he won't be using it for long because based on the scans we've seen, it seems like that is actually going to be used by Buster. So weird. It's gray. Look at the suit. Look, when he's using Jakun, most of that form is that side of the form is gray. Yeah, I guess so. It's just got a lot of green trim on it, yeah. which makes which is weird. I'm like, why is the book green then? I don't know. Cause beanstalk. But like, it's an earth element. I don't know. Cause the beanstalk's green. I know, but it's a plant technically. <laughs> I don't know. It's it's it still can be earth based, but it's. I know, but it breaks the, it breaks the scheme of all the elemental books of the same set being the same color. Yeah, well, the, the earth, you can you can also relate green to earth, so whatever. I don't know. It's not a big deal. Hey, look, Wayne Coggy also doesn't like Buster's helmet. Well, no, his helmet's cool because it reminds me of fucking Belial Atrocious, like or Ultraman. New Deno. But just the fucking blade sticking out of his head. I fucking I hate it. I don't understand the problem. Because cause it just, it, like, from the, all, the, all the horns on the suits, from the front, looking directly at them, not bad. But then when you look at it from the side, it just looks terrible. Because they just stick out like a sore thumb. Can someone, can Decker or someone in our chat find a good side picture of Buster's helmet and shop out the sword? Because I want Lane to be happy. Yeah, I just think it would look so much better with the fucking Just take off the sword? Yeah. Like, if I if I, if he came out with a figure and I bought the figure, I'd probably go to, like, a, find a customizer and be like, okay, remove saw it saw off. that fucker off. <laughs> yeah. Just, just like how I took off Brave's fucking top knot. Yeah, oh, yeah, he did not like that. Um, yeah, so Ogami comes in, transforms into Buster, and I gotta say... You gotta remember that this is the voice of Solid Snake voicing, like, all the fucking gimmicks and the belts and shit. Yep. So, and he also voiced Champ in Q-Ranger, and so oh, when cool. you hear the, this sword going off, you can hear Champ. Oh, yeah, You can absolutely. hear the Champ voice in it, which, honestly, with what how Buster looks, definitely fits with him. The so. fucking chime when he's using the sword to Henshin... Oh man, that's so rad. Yeah, see, like, I just. Mm. Oh, Blade, <laughs> capture this image for Tom. Give me back my son. Give me back my son. Oh, we haven't said that in a long time. Yeah. Um. So, of course, he goes into his Genbu Shinma form and once again immediately does his Hisatsu. But whereas the first time he used it, it was a vertical chop slash, this time it's a freaking horizontal huge arc attack. And Rintaro knows how Buster's attacks work. And immediately jumps onto Saber and has him dive to the ground 
in order to immediately avoid being cut in half. And it's just he dummies them. As the monster explodes and dies. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so he's defeated the monster, but things aren't going back to normal. Yeah, so the, I guess that one wasn't related to what was happening. Or, or maybe... Maybe because it's from a different one of the generals, their monsters work differently, just like how O's yummies work differently when they were from different of the greed. Yeah, or like it was, yeah, or it's like the, I forgot, I think it was in Rear Soldier where like they defeated the monster, like, yeah, we did! Why isn't shit being fixed? Yeah. And, I mean, that does the thing in every Sentai, too. Yeah. Oh, I got fucking militant on in our Toku fandom Facebook group this week. I just went off on everyone who's saying Saber is bad because of the CG oh, or because it's like a Sentai. You'll defend it with your life, you said. I will I will I will die on this hill and leave a gigantic monument. There you go. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um Emily, any thoughts on the episode? You haven't said too much. Um, I just I really liked the episode. I just don't know if there's anything that I can say that you guys haven't. I think it's they've done a really good job of introducing all the characters quickly but not in such a way that it feels rushed. Like, I don't know how they managed to pace that well and introduce five main characters in the span of two episodes, but they did it really well. Yeah. Um, Like, and that probably has a lot to do with the fact that all of them are very different from each other and have a lot of personality that shows through and i think that's awesome yeah well next episode is going to be the proper debut of common rider espada and we're going to see saber using three books at the same time albeit mismatched he's going to be using dragon hedgehog peter fan and while hedgehog we already i'm pretty confident is going to be uh espada's volume two form i will say Saber rocks it. Yeah, the yellow meshes with his red pretty nicely. Yeah, I just don't like especially around the helmet. I just like the name of that form. What's, what's the form called? Dragon, Dragon Hedgehog Peter Fan. Yeah, it's because it's a Wonder Rider form in that it's not an actual form. It's a mix up of other forms. Here it is. Yeah, wow. look like look that helmet looks fucking awesome. Yeah, I want to see the Dragon Hedgehog. Here, there's a picture of it here. Oh Jesus! Right. Looks really cool. That. What? I like it. It looks a lot cooler than it should. (laughs) For just like a a fucking con. Do you ever think that maybe, just maybe, this guy isn't going to have that unified form and he's just going to focus on the less powerful hodgepodge no absolutely not i i think he's he's gonna get a book for each slot of his own and then later on he'll get the bigger but wouldn't it be cool if this rider all all the riders around him have their unified sets of books that they use and this is the guy who just uses the odds and ends they they wouldn't do that to their they wouldn't do that with their primary rider but what if they did i uh, I I wouldn't I don't think I'd like that. I think there should be a writer that doesn't ha- that, like uses hodgepodge forms, and I feel like Buster kind of is that so far because Jackoon is something he's going to use, but it doesn't seem like it's his actual second form. You know what I mean? And Kaguya, it's not. It's too cool. I hate it. I don't hate it at all. I think it's bitching as shit. I just think that they're 
I, I think that they're going in a very unorthodox direction with this protagonist. I really do. I think he's going to go here's, in a very unorthodox direction. Here's I the thing. Is... So far, Saber has been used as a vehicle to show off what Wonder Ride books do when matched incorrectly before being handed off to their actual users. But they did, they did it They did it with Peter Fan. They're doing it with Hedgehog. But what if that's his power? He He's best with the odds and ends, and he makes them work. Except he clearly wasn't. When he tried to use Peter Fan, he bungled it. Yeah. Even the guys, that's not how that's supposed to be done, but nice. He just doesn't, he just, he doesn't have that. his correct power set yet, and he will, he'll get it eventually. Yeah. He even said that. I think that he's not supposed to find his correct power set. I think he's I think you're reaching to... a little far. Who, know, who no. knows? Maybe Kenzon will show up or something, and he'll be like, Hey, dog, I got your book. Here, I'll trade you. You magnificent. I love it you if read this your guy book? just... You magnificent bastard who read your book. I'm, I'm going to throw out an idea. Because we see that Kenzon uses two swords... Are we going to talk about... Hmm? Yes, we will. Yeah, we will. Just a sec. Because Kenzon uses two swords, I'm thinking one book per sword, and those two books could be Sarutobi Ninja Den and Jakun Todomo Nogi. There you go. Putting that out there in case that happens. Yeah. Um, I don't think it's a case of he needs to activate the books because there was no visual effect that went, oh, now this book is unlocked. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I, I, like oh, that yeah. I like that idea. I think that could have been a really nice plot point where, like, he is so the chosen one that no Wonder Ride book works unless he uses it first. And the first time he uses it, you like see like a keyhole effect. Like now this book is unlocked for use. No, but this would be a great way to differentiate him from the rest of the knights. The knights all have these unified like... <laughs> He'll be differentiated when he gets his final form that no one else has. This is a giant book. But that... What if they're planning... What, what if this is them doing something different? I don't know. I don't know. Well, I'll tell you what. If that happens, I owe you a Coke. Anyways, All right. Kinemakin! Or Queen. Now that Paul has vanished between sections, let's talk about Kira Major. Woo! I'm still here. Don't talk about my banishment while I'm still in the house. Damn it, you're ruining the cannon! That I'm firing you out of! <laughs> anyway. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, band episode. Like I said, Paul was the imposter, so we had to fire him out of the cannon. Yep. So. It's the so, band episode. So, oh, my God. Sayo's in a doctor band, apparently. Called, We're gonna called, play in a band just to be safe. Called Ishidan, as a reference to the actual band Kishidan. I get it. Like, is there nothing this woman doesn't do? She's just like fucking karate, and like she's a doctor, and and a drummer. And... Sayo does fucking everything, apparently. Yeah. Um. So yes, we see that Sayo uh, is is treating a little boy who in the hospital who is needs to undergo an operation, but is scared to, and is consoling himself with music. But then, when questioned about said music, music. He goes all edgelord and goes, No, I didn't. Music sucks. Hey, fucking music. Fuck that shit. I'm like, ah, oh, The cringe in this child. Ichi, <laughs> can you put in a clip of the green crewmate being ejected? Damn it. <laughs> um, 
So yeah, the Gear Majors show up to fight the Speaker Jawman, which is blasting terrible violin playing and really annoying people. Um, to the point where it actually interrupted the end of the roll call. That was a nice touch. That was funny. <laughs> and what do they do in response? They dive behind a fucking bush. Like, they think that's gonna help. Yeah. Then, we all know shrubbery can block sound waves. So then, uh, Tommy Tomo and Sayo fucking shoot him, and then, uh, Chiguru, like, slashes his antenna off, which stops the sound. Smart play. So, yeah, no, it was, it was pretty fucking dope. But then, like, Senna asks, like, wait, why did the sound stop? And I'm like, did you not see what Chiguru did? That was to teach children what an antenna was. Ooh. Really? I didn't think that that's what it was. It's just... Interesting. Just and then like they could use it later. I thought that's why it happened. Just like picks it up. I cut off its dick. <gasps> Benny dick dick. Benny dick dick. Uh, which, honestly, the speaker jawman looks fucking dope. Especially during that one shot where he's like trying to like convince the kid to join him and his fucking red lights are flashing and I'm like, that's straight out of a fucking horror yeah, game. Yeah, he's got like teeth. Yeah. <laughs> that's on like Five Nights shit. Yeah, and so like we heard like this violin noise, which then we found out that it was fairly Carantula like playing a violin but channeling it through the speaker, Jamin. And the best part is he's playing the violin into a fucking blue snowball mic. Yeah, it's a Jodenheim snowball mic. <laughs> I've used that microphone. Yo, premium Bandai Jodenheim snowball. <laughs> like, please. I can't believe we have this show full of professional grade filming equipment and they give him a shitty little snowball mic. Yeah, sure. It's cheap. It's cheap. It's able to, it's usable. <laughs> but then just the bet. Honestly, I'm again, I think the, the credit for this whole episode goes to fucking Garza. Oh my God. Oh, he just, she's straight up megabytes. Yeah. He's straight up megabytes to reboot. Like if you guys have never seen reboot, it's a Canadian, like, CGI show from the 90s. Super fucking good. Go watch it. It's it's so good. Uh, there's an episode where, like, one of the characters has, like, a birthday. And so, like, they, they do this whole, like, kind of concert talent show, like, birthday party for him. And so, eventually, Megabyte shows up because he wants to show, like, he can, uh, like, he wants to be a part of the festivities. So he challenges Bob, like one of the main characters, to a fucking it's, like it, guitar he, he doesn't, duel. He doesn't challenge Bob. He just gets on. He just oh, shows yeah. up, gets on stage, and jams. And Bob feels fucking threatened and emasculated, so he just steps up and jams against him. Yeah. Glitch. BFG. Yeah, and Megabyte just. I've always wanted to do that. <laughs> it, it's a fucking rad episode. Yeah. So Garza like just busts out this fucking guitar and just starts jamming on it and like it's so loud and like yeah, that was like, what I wrote down was um Garza going crazy on the guitarza and Chris <laughs> and Chris is just like it's really <laughs> loud I'll let down. you play I guess yeah and so like yeah he's playing it and like he's just making people like fucking feel miserable he's probably blowing out their eardrums who the fuck yeah. knows and like I would have loved if there was just like a like, Mabushin is just, like, listening to it. Ah, this sounds like fucking Uncle Garza when he fucking was jamming on his stupid guitar! I was... This is, might be a little dark, but I was kind of hoping that the sound would be so powerful that her face just starts cracking. <laughs> <laughs> She's basically a, a living vase. Yeah, so apparently because of the, the sound happening, uh, uh, Sayo's bandmates get in a car accident and they injure themselves. 
Good, good job, doctors. <laughs> hey, it's a fucking Sentai monster. I know. If Grey's Anatomy like has shown me anything, doctors can get fucked up and die too. So, um, spoilers for Grey's Anatomy. Um, so Jewel, being the kind, fucking sweet soul that he is, decides, "Oh, we'll hope you guys be in a band." And like, Senna, you can play right piano, right? When no! I was, like, a little kid. Shiguru, you played bass guitar? Yeah, in a show where I was a bass lawyer. Oh my god, the bass lawyer! The what bass the lawyer. hell was that? I think it was, he's a lawyer who's also a bass player in a band or some Can shit. Can I see this? I want to watch that. No, I want to watch well, all it of It just Shiguru's. makes me think of, um, it's Ace Attorney, but it's Bass Attorney. <laughs> and then... Like, that was, that was the joke, wasn't it? Am I missing something? I thought it was I a joke on Bass Attorney, fuck! I didn't even think of that! Fuck! Wait, are you serious? Are you serious? You never thought of that? that no! Was like, my, my first thought was, like, it's it's Phoenix Wright, Bass Attorney. Oh my god, why did the summers do that? That's so funny. Bass Attorney. So then, Tommy Toma fucking tooting his own horn. Oh, I'm a good singer! He wasn't that good. Um, and then Takamichi comes in, and he says, Hey guys, what are you doing? Yeah, I, can, I can play my jackhammer weapon. And so first, goes, of all, first of all, no. That's where you can actually use that meme. Yeah. And <laughs> Oh, hang on. Uh, <laughs> That's the part where I'm like, no. You, no. <laughs> No. no. Um, so then Sayo, just being fucking Sayo, just goes, you could be the the groupie. The, the roadie. Not the groupie, that's well, a different thing. Yeah. Groupie is the band. I unfortunately know, know the difference of that entirely because of Rocky and entirely because of sexual jokes involving a character. Yeah, well, like, I, I know it from School yeah. of Rock. I so. absolutely love Sayo's masterful, masterful yeah. trickery. You'll be the, ro- you'll be the Just roadie. Just blow What's it all oh. away in global soft everything. Yeah, they oh, they support the band and like help them with anything. It's they the need. most important job and ever. It's perfect for you. We'll carry all our shit. Even said bingo, which is like the human. Oh, one wire. of the other versions of the sub did say base attorney. Oh, okay, so the version we watched said Bass Lawyer. Yeah, Bass Attorney's so much better! <laughs> That's fucking... And, and honestly, Shiguru fucking rocks that outfit, man. Yeah. I probably she- wouldn't have noticed if it was subbed as Bass Lawyer, so that's the subbers t- yeah. giving them the... Props to them. Um, but yeah, so Takamichi's just like, Yeah, fucking, I'll be wonder support! Hell Yeah! They don't even ask Babushita to fucking help, and I fucking- I thought that was hilarious. You had your turn last week, Stoneface. Yeah, you had an entire arc plot dedicated to you, so you take a fucking backseat, Mabushina. So Hakatami Nami comes up with a jamming machine that will replace the actual sound with being played with theirs. Yeah. So, of course, they, they get good at their instruments and singing just Not before fucking Sayo, like, fucking rips them all a new one. Oh just my being, god, I love it. Santa, you're not on fucking cues. Shigeru, you stop acting so fucking cool. Actually, fucking play. Tomatoma, you're not putting enough fucking emotion into it. Jewel, tune your good. Tune your damn guitar. <laughs> and then apparently they've just been playing all fucking night. And then the next morning they're just like, 
Hey, we got this. I just love the like. I thought this was supposed. To, we were supposed to have fun. Yeah, have fun while you're being good. <laughs> Stop sucking. It was really heartwarming seeing Sayo like look super fucking happy when like they were playing and like she was so happy that they were doing this. Like especially when Jewel like recommended the idea, she was like super on board with it. And, so. Yeah, and then the others were like, Jewel, what have you done? Yeah, yeah they just sat and fucking talked to her like, what the fuck are you doing? Stop it. Stop being so fucking nice. Yeah, so they jam the monster signal and sing their song, and the song's okay. It's better than Mabushina's song, but not by much. Not by much. Not by much. But, but you know what? It, it's, it's still nice. If I hear it again, I'll listen to it. It's um, not the worst song I've ever heard. So... Uh, Silver Ranger catches the boy who gets unfused with the monster and then destroys him with a beam drill attack. Yep. And even though A, the monster's dead, and B, not broadcasting the song anymore, the Cure Majors just finish the song anyway. <laughs> and then the best part is, like, Karantula just, like, looks over at, like, at Garza, still fucking jamming the guitar. He's like, I don't think he even knows the Jaman's fucking dead, so he's just I'll just, just leave like, him alone. I'm just gonna leave him alone. I don't wanna fucking fuel that fire. <laughs> I'm just going to summon my giant jukebox tentacle monster. The fucking jukebox held on! And then Jewel goes, what's the jukebox? And I'm like, ah! Fire carbon no, dating, he's on I the young like side. I can imagine not knowing what a jukebox is, but like, they're an animal cross. <laughs> all, I think, all I think is that fucking meme where it's this girl like holding a Game Boy. Well, why is it called Game Boy? Why, is it, why can't it be called Game Boy Girl? Game Girl. Especially well, when, do I that. Was, when I was little, I made up a Game Boy analog called Playgirl. I never realized until... <laughs> That's unfortunate. Oh, boy. That's unfortunate. Yeah, but... <laughs> I thought Game Girl just sounded dumb. And we're the Game Girls. <laughs> yeah, um, um, but yeah, that was an unfortunate one. Um, Series of unfortunate I... events. Oh! Yeah, <laughs> Thank you. I'll be no, here. I'm talking about books. Uh, anyways, so watch that on Netflix. It's amazing. Yeah, so they bring out they they realize Kiramation's not fucking doing jack shit. So they bring out Sabune, and they actually instead of making King Express Sabune, they make him guns, which they, I didn't know he could do that. This is a Bune Magnum. Like, I wonder if the the you can actually make that with the toy. Oh, for sure. That'd be awesome. And then they turn him into they turn the train into a fucking lance. That was awesome. Yeah, they big fucking, wave lancer. Fuck yeah! Alright, let's get that Zio out of here! <laughs> Except for Waz. Waz can stay. Baby soup. And the funniest part was after they did the attack, they fucking spin the lance around, even though it's clearly not actually being held by anything. It's called the Lance! Hello! <laughs> 50 points to get that reference. Yeah. So, the ending of the show, they play the same song again, because it's the Cure Major Music Festival. Um, oh, Kagedex says oh, it does do the gun mode. Good, very good. Of course That's it does. Amazing. Why? Why would they show something the toy doesn't? Do? I know. I've had I've had a real like like uh, I've been like really more into like first person shooters recently. So like I'm just I, I just like guns a I, lot now. I, I I just had a moment. I just said why would they show off something the toy doesn't do? And then I remembered that on the Seiken Sword Driver you can't do the thing where you press the pages open. Maybe the CSM will do that. No. <laughs> no. That's unfortunate. Yeah. Um. And then yeah it just ends with them singing the song again. Taka, 
Takamichi fucking comes in being a being a little shit. Oh yeah, there we go. Yeah, being a little I, shit. I, I will say Takamichi during that ending is kind of adorable, just jamming on his drill. He just he just wants to be in. Yeah, he just wants to be a part of them. Yeah, and just, then fucking Mabushita comes in, and I just mean Ichi just pouring out. No, 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 get out! You, you didn't do anything in this episode. You don't get to be here. You, your turn was last week. Get in the background. I feel like I just. I, feel so bad like by the end by the time Kira Major finishes we're just gonna be like our least favorite thing was Babushina I knew that from episode one like she's not an entirely bad character it's just the the design just, the design is just not that great like and then she winks that one episode that was fucking terrible and... I still can't sleep like if she had like a human disguise or something I feel like that would be better yeah just like Take off the helmet and it's her voice actor. <laughs> oh, God. Like, it's her voice actor. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's like in the episode of Ultraman Gene where, like, uh, their their artificial intelligence that's, like, in their base uh, gets, like, a human form and her human form is her voice actor. It's actually really <laughs> fucking clever. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. So, I thought this was a pretty fun episode. Like I said, Kier Major's been a fucking blast so far. I'm, I'm surprised we're already almost halfway th- through the show. Like, that's fucking insane. Yeah, this episode was alright. I, I liked it. I wouldn't put it in my top ten, I think. No, 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 I wouldn't put it in my top ten, but you know what? There were some fun things, like the, the base attorney was fucking hilarious. I want like, more of that. Can we get that as a side special? Like, Sayo, Sayo being, like, really happy and No, stuff. you know what the side special should be? Hmm? Just, like, a fucking montage of everything Shigeru's acted in. Hmm. Yeah, oh. I would love to see, like, like the beginning of Tropic Thunder with all the trailers, except it's all the movies that Shigeru's been in. <laughs> I, I forgot I wanted to comment on Sayo's outfit earlier in the episode because oh. she was wearing like this outfit but then like she had like a doctor's coat on like uh, and and you know what I feel like if Toei they could have been lazier if they wanted to they could have just had her wearing her Kier Major uniform with the doctor's coat just like it. everyone else okay Tommy Tomo we've seen him in his gaming uniform Shigeru he's always in his different outfits when he's acting Seto, we've seen her in her track, track and field outfit. And that outfit from when she yeah. played the card game. And Jewel when his he's in uniform. his school uniform. I'm still pissed we've never seen him in that cute little red jacket outfit from the opening. I just hope we never see Takamichi in the outfit he has in the opening. The fucking that's... sparkly cowboy shit? Yeah. No, yeah. No, with the fucking oversized, like, bow tie? It's a little much. A little much. Um, but no, and then she had this other one with, like, her, like, shoulders exposed. It yes, was, that was, was the cute outfit. It was a pretty cute outfit. Oh uh, yeah, I liked it. Like, I, like I said, the show has just been in terms of like humor and like, like again, Kier Major just has a lot of personality that Rear Soldier was lacking, and yes. like I think that's where Kier Major really shines. Pun intended. <laughs> is is its personality? Like, it, like it's memorable. You like, I remember these characters every week, like back to back. Like week to week, so so next week is going to be about a spirit maiden archer who I think helps give them their super forms. And Tomitomo falls for her. Cool, cool. I'm down. I'm kind of sad though. I was hoping Tame and Senna were going to turn out to be a thing. Maybe because remember that from the preview. I know, but maybe it might still happen. I don't know. We'll see. Anyways, uh, let's put the five arts cross. Morthauser, why? Why would you do this? That was my line. <laughs> well, I was trying to be the James Speak. Oh. I didn't like having to watch more of Guy. No, but... 
It did give me some answers. It, 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 okay, so yes, this week we're talking about Project Thouser Part 1, and I I actually really enjoyed this because it gave a lot more context to the, to the early part of the series. Like, why everything happened the way it did and like and surprise surprise all of it was yet more just guys fault and Naki. so my complaint that i had in zero one was like you know i feel like Naki should have just been a thing from the very beginning and technically she was she was more in the background doing shit yeah so like she provided the Zetsamurai's keys to to Horibi and kind of instigated like his plan of eradicating humanity. The whole Project Magia was Guy's idea. Why? Because he needed combat data for the Thousand Driver. Yes. Yeah, so like each- the entire first arc of the show was Guy doing R and D for his fucking bell. Yes, I think that's cool. I hate it! No, I think that's cool. Because, like, Ichi was like, well, why does he just, why do you have to use both power sets? I'm like, because both power sets are more powerful than just one. But I still don't know why Zetsumurai's keys exist. If they weren't created by Metsumo Jinrai, if Progrise keys were created by Hiden, where the fuck did Zetsumurai's keys come from and why are they also needed? Because they were used for the Magia project, but that was just a pretense a fucking facade for Guy to get Zetsumarai's key data for his thousand driver. Okay. Why did it have to make use of both Progress keys and Zetsumarai's keys? Because it's Why? it's more powerful if you, if you use more metabots, things. more power. Exactly. Um, Kage, yes, I, I understand that. Yes, Naki's technically a general gender neutral character, but I'm just gonna refer to her as, as a her because it's easier, and I'm gonna have trouble thinking of gender neutral pronouns so just they yeah well uh, it, it's still hard for me to do that um but yes anyway yeah, i know it, it's it's fine if i get backflash uh, i i don't give a shit so um but yeah so i personally liked it and like it's interesting how like probably the reason like the and like, so, like, we, we see that, like, a uh, guy sees that Koronosuke passed away, and he was just like, oh, I, I'm gonna miss him, but, like, he so, was a so fool. So that's for- confirmation that, yes, Guy did actually admire Koronosuke. Yeah, and apparently a thousand people attended his funeral. <gasps> guy not being one of them, what a dick. He didn't go because then it would have been a thousand and one. Fuck. <laughs> Fuck. Um... But yeah, so we find out that Naki is technically Guy's tool. Well, like, yeah. It's, it's, uh, Naki is Guy's own personal human gear, which is kind of funny how he's all about, like, oh, human gears fucking suck, they're stupid, I don't like them, but he uses one for himself. Well, yeah, it's because he considers them nothing but tools. Yeah, but then throughout the show he's and talked then, about how then... much he just hates them, like he wants to eradicate them, like... Anyways. Well, keep in mind that he didn't show up in the show until later. So maybe the reason he started thinking that human gear should be destroyed is because Naki betrayed him. Yeah. It's like, oh, they're they're tools. What's this? They're not even good tools? Well, fuck them. Yeah. But yeah, so like we got a lot of things explained. Like, you got the answer. Why? Where did Horby get the, the Hercules key from? Naki snuck it to him because she didn't like what she was hearing from Guy. And also, oh, we found this Force Riser lying around. Uh, your Jin can use this better than I would. 
It's like that's, that's I like cool. how they bothered to explain where Jin's Force Riser came from, but did they ever do that for Horby? I don't I, think I think they Horby did. just always had it. Like, I always thought that the Force Riser was, like, him trying to, like, make, thought, make a makeshift Zero-One driver. Right? That's where I thought they built it, because, like, yeah. Um, but whatever. Yeah. It makes just as much sense. Yeah. So, yeah, they go on about how they manipulated the, the Magia and Ames and Zero-One just for the purpose of collecting all the combat data of the keys to, fun, to, to power up the Thousand Driver. Uh, and Naki slowly and surely starts to rebel against Guy because he's an ass twat, and he probably responds by bitch slapping them to the floor. I don't know if Arto's dad designed the Force Riser. I definitely saw some prototypes when when we watched the Rainbow so movie. So was his the Cyclone Riser a prototype to that then? Maybe it has like these little like notes tiny little notes written on it as if they're See, like blueprints or concept drawings that's why i always liked the force riser as a belt because i liked that it was like i i liked that it looked it seemed like, like a stripped like down stripped down kit, version like a stripped down kit bash like purely for function yeah because like heads why it's called the force riser because it forces open the key yeah, to use the power they don't have authority to open them yeah normally. so like if it, if it was just this thing that was designed in a lab you know like, what it kind just, of defeats, you know what I, like it kind of ruins the uniqueness of it. You know what I just realized that's kind of a shame? Mm -hmm. You know, Fool always forced open keys? Yeah. He should have had a Force Riser. Yeah. That would have been he funny. He should have used Japanese Wolf in the Force Riser. Oh, just him become Comrade Naki? Sure. Comrade Fool. Or, like, he could have been, he could have just used the, the shooting wolf one and we just got, like, a Force Riser maybe, version of Maybe Vulcan. the Vulcan movie or something will get, like, him. Oh, maybe. That'd be, yeah. we, we've had oh, a Force Riser version wait, of Zero One. He will force him open for me? Oh! What a genius invention! Wow, holy shit! <laughs> no, I think it's just he, like, he likes doing it himself. Yes, we know, we confirm that. I'm, I actually missed my Shot Riser. It's a cool belt. Yeah. Um, they, they get in a little bit into like, oh, why'd you build the Giga? Oh, because human gears like you don't fucking listen to me. Yeah, so you made it for the specific purpose of like controlling human gears. Yeah. Yeah. That, the Gigas sure were a plot point that got dropped after like two uses. Yeah. But like, I like the Naki like goes to, goes to the guy, uh, like Horby and like, uh, Naki's like, oh, like you can control, like uh, these things control human gears. And Horby's like, Maybe if I get one, I can control them. Yeah. Now, Guy was listening in on this conversation, and it's not very clear if this was Naki's intention or not, but I'm mm -hmm. pretty sure it's safe to say Guy just hacked Naki to listen in. And I like to think that, like, this might be more established. I hope this is more established in the second part, too. But I like to think that he, like, cause his, whole, his whole plan was to eventually take over Heat and Intelligence. But I feel like he wasn't expecting Arto to, like, like his job as much as he did. Yeah. So I feel like he was gonna, like, he thought that he could just go up to him and he's like, well, I know you don't really like this whole president thing and you didn't like this whole responsibility kind of shoved upon you. So if you buy it for me, I'll take good care of it. I'll take care of the human guy. Like, I feel like he could have just, like, lied and bullshitted his way and Arto would be like, yeah, okay, I can trust you. You're a nice guy. It's just the, <laughs> just the the fucking hot ass monopoly tactics. Yeah, so I don't think he expected Aruto to like his job as much as he did. Yeah, and that's why like he he like tried to like okay, I'll try to actually like 
ask him if he can sell his company to me and then he was like no and then like it's like alright well this whole competition thing no deal no deal (laughs) (laughs) emergency meeting (laughs) wait I got the sound thank you I have that on a button now that's great (laughs) (laughs) we'll just use that anytime like someone like wants to interrupt someone for like no this is my theory (laughs) anytime you guys are talking I just want to interrupt and say something yeah that's actually a good idea (laughs) Uh, we're getting to that (laughs) so yeah uh, so Naki goes up yeah Naki goes up to fucking guy and he's just like basically questioning his entire motive like why, why, why are you doing this Excuse me? Did you fucking question me? You're a tool. Not allowed to question me. Did I hear something other than yes, master? Are, are you gonna throw me out? <laughs> fucking straight up shoots her. Takes out a fucking revolver and just like even cocks like the the fucking hammer back and yeah. Hey, no. Th- Why is platform there? Hang on. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't you don't you insult my platform like that, please. But like, you even see like her like robot blood like splattered on the ground, and you you just see half her body, half Naki's body just slumped out on the floor, and I'm like, holy fuck, this is fuck, this is Detroit. The fucking best part is that he goes to sit down at his fucking desk, and he's just smiling all smug, like, well, the body's still there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, mean, <laughs> I shot a robot. I shot you. Christ. Yeah, and like it's interesting. Like you know, apparently, like Vulcan wasn't supposed to happen as early as it did, but he's just like, yeah, whatever. It's 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 working in my favor. Yeah. Um. So, as Naki's body has been indisposed, that's when Guy decides to put Naki's AI brain inside Fua, having recently been fucked through the throat by Horibi. Yeah, because. You know, like apparently the whole Hercules key wasn't supposed to happen. So yeah. Like, oh, he wasn't supposed to get become that powerful. <laughs> so yeah, that 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 fills in a few plot gaps, I guess. Yeah, which is what I think why makes zero one actually because of because of now all the extra context we have of uh, for the plot. This makes zero one a more interesting show because now like you go back and rewatch it from the beginning and it's like oh that's why that's a thing because guy did this and he was manipulating everything from behind the scenes all i know is it's no cold jail night it's true <laughs> god i love the night rogue special yeah fucking first episode was so good yeah so that was I, interesting. I personally really like this just because not not just because i like guy not because i like thouser but like i like that they actually added more context to what was going on and i th- feel like that was information that we needed and i'm glad we got it and l- and we got to see more naki yeah so that that was good i tolerated it because more... naki yeah love that love that love that coat on naki yeah it's great cute little jacket yeah well that is the episode yeah, so we, we, we reduced a lot uh, during this episode, but that's okay. We, well, we, we voted someone out each segment. <laughs> and, like, I feel like Saber's going to be one of those shows where we're going to be talking about it for a long time on the show, for, like, at least 40 to 50 minutes. Absolutely, and I am okay with this. God, if we, once, if once if we have you, me, Emily, Gar, Tom, and Raymond on, that's six of us, we're going to be on Saber for fucking, like, hour and a half, just, like, talking about everything. Yep. Jesus Christ. Strap in for a fun year. <laughs> Part two, coming soon. <laughs>
Nice. Uh, so, Jikai Leo Sentai Kasleja. Next week is going to be another Sentai tribute episode because we'll be talking about episodes one and two of Gosei Sentai Die Ranger. Which apparently is a big favorite of Tom's, so... Hopefully he'll be on next week. Yeah, and Gar will be here. And yes, it's that one where a monster gets kicked in the nuts. Yeah, which is probably one of the reasons why they didn't use it for Power Rangers. But apparently Among the main others. reason is they didn't want to change the suits to confuse the kids, so... That's what I've What heard. object permanence? <laughs> I could see, I could totally see Zach fucking hitting the moog in the balls with a fucking stick. It'd be awesome. <laughs> yes, tension. Well, that'll do it for us here at Cast Ranger. Thank you all once again for liking, watching, listening, favoriting, sharing, subscribing, hitting the bell, and checking out all of our things. Let so us know in the comments if you like Homer Saver, because if you don't, Ichi will come after you. <laughs> he'll, he'll kill you like an imposter in Among Us. He's right, you know. He'll, he'll kill you in, in the he'll kill you in the uh, studio audience chat room. I thought you were gonna go kill you in the evening and underneath the moon. No, he'll kill you in the cast on the cast ranger ship in the studio audience uh, room. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Everyone's just gonna have their tasks. And then I'll self-report. Uh, I was in the regulars chat when this happened. <laughs> I was in a different server. I was in the NSFW. I don't know what you guys are talking about. Yeah. Um, okay, so, as always, the primary source of our hijinks is castranger.podbean.com. From there, you can find our Facebook, where I post thumbnails early, our Twitter account, our Discord server, where you can not only listen live when we record Friday nights, but tune in and chat with all of these fun people, um, our merch store, where you can buy all kinds of shirts and hoodies and, like, sketchbooks and pillowcases or, and masks, masks and whatever. Get your mask. Yeah. Uh, also, Decker, it, no, if there's a gun rider, I will fucking 100% back him. Like, I will get his, I will get his henching device, I will get his figure, I will get all the books related <laughs> Just like to I'm him. doing with Blades, I've already ordered the RKF. Exactly. Like I said, I'm not buying anything into, into Saber, but, like, if there is a gun-themed common rider in this, shows up in the show, I will fucking 100% back it. I just love how you're like, I'm not gonna buy any Saber stuff, and now technically you're not buying Saber stuff, you're buying someone of another rider. And well, it's because I'm, I'm mainly not buying any Saber stuff because it doesn't interest me. I, yes, I saw the figure, it's cool, but I still don't like the fucking blade, so no. Yeah. Like, again, oh, I like the suit! I love the suit overall, I just don't like the blade protruding from his head. One thing I forgot that wasn't in my newsfeed, but someone posted about it, is they announced, like, the, the little gimmick bookshelves... That like you store ride books on, and they they like clack stackable. Yeah. yeah, they stackable. They clackable. You're you're gonna get a bunch I'm gonna of get at least three. Fuck. <laughs> it comes with a book, right? It comes with the zero one, a, a different zero one book. Well, I think it's the zero one like series book. Yeah, like rot le legend. The same rider. way Build had a like a set of two full bottles for Rider, and also a single full bottle. Yeah, but now I'm into. Oh yeah, and the Christmas version of Brave Dragon is called Happy Brave Dragon. He's got a little hand Santa hat on the dragon. I wanted so bad for him to just be called Happy Dragon. <laughs> but no, and seeing the Zero One ride book, I think they're all going to be like if they're all like that, where like the show is like different forms. I'm excited for the fucking drive one. That's going to be dope. All I know is we've seen the Kiva one and we've seen the Zero One one, and they're both middle slot for some reason. Well, yeah, because like whatever. I don't know. Anyways. That's about it. As always, thanks again. Uh, let us know in the comments what you thought of these episodes and any of our thoughts. Let us know if you have any of your own theories about Kamen Rider Saber. 
As always, use our Skip the Dishes code in the description. And we will see you next week. Bye.